to share with you right now, I think is something that a lot of people have missed. The only reason I even found this, I got to this, is I take a lot of time reflecting, thinking about various concepts and the reasoning behind it. And I'm, I'm very focused on trying to figure out, I don't want to use the words like reverse engineer because it, it again, it will tie into what I said, misusing words to make them seem more powerful. But trying to tra- backtrack, perhaps would be a better word, trying to backtrack or figure out root causes as to why things happen. The reason I generally think like that is I prefer to understand concepts than to try and understand statements or views. But that's another topic for another day. So let's get to today's topic. A lot of people are very focused on this very popular notion of fighting poverty. Don't get me wrong, I am very against poverty. I do, however, think that it's not going to end. Not because it can't end, especially in our case in South Africa. I think that we are focusing on the wrong topics. Again, it happens in various countries. And I think one of the reasons for this is because we don't look at how poverty is caused, what recreates poverty. So this is just, again, an opinion, but it's, it's something for you to think about being critical. So think of something interesting, such as this. The idea, the idea, I don't know who's lighting firecrackers at this time of night. The idea of fighting poverty in government is by creating jobs, which is great. Um, however, jobs don't get created. Again, we're not going to get political. We're just highlighting it. By creating jobs, while at the same time, that's kind of a failure. Then it's by ensuring that perhaps you can try and get people to have some money, while at the same time, failing at that too. Now, is it is it possible for us to, to, to move forward from this? And before we, we get to a yes or a no and a why, I'd like for us to think of a few things. And I've highlighted this to a number of people that I've spoken to face to face. Hitler, not the most popular person, but that's because of what we're taught in school. Again, it's another topic. I want to avoid the politics and uh, how education's formed, etc. But what we don't learn in school is things that Hitler did that weren't as bad. Am I saying Hitler was not a bad person? No. Not by any means. However, what I am saying is, sometimes an evil person can do some good. Sometimes a bad person can do some good. Sometimes a weak leader can do a good job. So, what am I on about? What a lot of people don't know about regarding Hitler is that he is the sole reason that VW exists today. Again, one of the reasons why VW kind of got in a bit of a mess. One of the reasons why VW got in a bit of a mess, I believe a year or two ago. Because essentially, they were around because of Hitler. Now, that's one thing. What nice thing he did. Does it justify what he did? Heck no. But let's add a bit more. When Hitler first ran Germany... It was essentially a developing country, aka it was essentially a bit like South Africa, 
but I'm I'm inclined to say worse than where we're at. By the time he was at his peak, Germany was the most feared country in the world. He did that in let's let's not say one or two terms. Let's say in one lifetime. He managed to do that in one life. Just to keep it as broad as possible, he did it in one lifetime. And he was not old. Let's remember that he also got killed. So it's not like he lived till the age of 70. So let's get back. Sure, Germany did it. Ah, okay. Singapore in the 1970s during apartheid South Africa. They were going through a similar situation in Singapore. Right now, Singapore has a 99% literacy rate. 99% literacy rate amongst many other things essentially being the best place to do business etc etc the list goes on for singapore going from uh, these horrible horrible houses that were just dying falling apart to essentially being one of the best places to live within a lifetime and things were done there now before you say well you know we are not singapore and we are not germany these are Asian and European countries and trying to justify such, which again is a bit weird. Let's move to our own continent, Botswana, a neighboring country nonetheless, took people that were illiterate farmers and again in a lifetime moved the country from a bunch of illiterate farmers to an amazing country to live in, which surpasses South Africa in many respects. So. The reason I'm highlighting this is because it is possible for things such as poverty to, to drop a whole lot more and, and a bunch of more. There's a bunch more of this to kind of put you in perspective as to how well we're not actually doing. But that's not the point of this. The point of this is to make you realize that we could do better. Now, why don't we do better? Why is it so hard for us to break poverty? Why is poverty such a big issue? And this gets back to my point. Let's think about this. Poverty, this is just a view. Poverty is systemic. What am I on about? Poverty is not just one. We're treating poverty as a section. It's kind of like we're treating poverty as like education. Well, let's just fix education. How do you fix education? Let's just drop the marks and that increases the pass rate and we're all happy for the time being another topic for the future maybe and that's not how poverty works see poverty has multiple pieces put together poverty has multiple pieces put together for multiple people and so if you're trying to simply take one piece and put it in and say we're going to alleviate poverty in this way it's not going to work because you're not addressing the various pieces that are recreating that poverty that's why if you were to give someone a house and you didn't give them a job, that house is going to <laughs> fall apart, right? Because you fixed the issue of shelter, but you didn't fix the issue of maintenance of shelter. And this goes on again onto, onto poverty. We need to understand why people are in poverty. And we also need to understand that people are not in poverty for one reason. Some people are in poverty because of a lack of education. Some people are, and when I say education, I mean school, didn't finish school. Some people are in poverty because of a lack of education too. In other words, they did finish school, but they were not educated. 
they left blank. And yes, we have kids that are leaving blank in school. Some people are in poverty because of their home situation and perhaps they have no parents, they have grandparents and they've got nothing to work with. Some people are in poverty because they live a very painful life and there's nothing that they can do about it. Perhaps they are the breadwinners and they're at that age and they need to try and find a peace job because they need to deal with food and so they can't achieve their dreams because if they achieve their dreams and they need to sacrifice short-term goals and in their eyes they die anyway. That's difficult. Some people, and the list goes on, for poverty. And so if someone's simply going to say, we're going to give you X amounts of money, you might be solving one issue but not multiple issues. So that's just one thing we need to realize. Then we need to understand the influence and f- effect, influences and the effects which recreate the idea behind poverty without people realizing that they're re-ingraining characters or characteristics which would recreate or recreate a pattern of poverty in the future. So I'll give a few more examples. This sounds insane. So a few more examples. One, when when you look at an area, a suburb, a wealthier suburb, a city, the way in which people play with kids are very, very different. Excuse me. Are very, very different. I'll give an example. I was walking with my son. We were walking home from a shop. We live fairly close to a shop, so most times it's pointless to drive there. We'll just walk. And I'm not necessarily a fan of my son playing around in the area because, well, it's not the best area for a child. And so someone walks past, and I know this person, someone walks past and they would like to play with my son as, as adults do when they're playing with little kids. It, it's a normal thing to do. Now, this is where it gets a bit weird. The man decides to play kidnap. <laughs> now, again, to, to, to everyone in the area, it's it's just fun. You know, we, we know he's not really going to kidnap him and he's... He's just playing around, but and it's it's funny to see the uh, child laugh and so on. But that kind of recreates a weird character. For instance, doesn't isn't that a negative thing? The way now in my case, you know, it's it's not common for my son because I'm I'm not letting him out much. But how many of those kids get exposed to games by other people, older people, where it's I'm going to steal you? And how does that mold your mind as you grow? I'm going to steal you. Um, I want you to be my spouse, which is also a fun game that people kind of play with kids. Um, and and the list goes on. Again, it's never really serious, but you know you're exposing someone to kind of the oh, okay, old people steal. You know, it it becomes a bit weird. And of course, the list goes on in those games. But the idea is to say, think about what's being molded when someone says, I'm going to steal you. I'm going to take you. Oh, come, let's go. Essentially, everything that says kidnap, it's not a threat. It's just that's kind of, and remember, it gets re-ingrained. And they see it as they grow and it becomes normal. And so it, it 
can very easily then go to the same age. It's like, hey, let's go. And it becomes a being forced. And it's, let's go. And I don't want to go. Let's go. And you're taking the arm and you're dragging them with. And again, it seems harmless until you realize, essentially, you're, you're almost kidnapping that person. It's not serious, but, you know, it's getting ingrained. So that's just one example. And of course, it can get a lot more deeper and there's a lot more examples, but that's not the point of it. The other example, which I need to quite remember, which I need to remember, is, again, making someone cry. And this idea of, you've got to cry to get smart from various people. Again, these are all the environmental based. So, the list goes on. Now we're going to get into something that's a lot more intense. A lot more intense. When, when you watch, think about this carefully and pay attention to this in future. When you're watching certain shows, the shows in which you watch will fulfill a particular agenda. And so this is one of the reasons why I say the easiest way to win a fight is to fight an enemy that doesn't exist. Or the easiest way to win a fight is to get your enemy to fight an enemy that doesn't exist. So, I, I grew up in a series. I didn't like soapies as a kid. I grew up on series. When series really started to get introduced. I grew up in series in like the... Essentially the 90s and early 2000s and so on. So I grew up on series like Friends and How I Met Your Mother and the list goes on. All the way along to Blacklist and the list goes on. Scorpion numbers and of course... It goes on and on and on. Series. A lot of the people that I know grew up on soapies. Generations. Backstage. Scandal. Um, Yizo Yizo. Which wasn't necessarily a soapy, I think. And the list goes on. Now, and I will quickly say that I watched, I think, one episode of Yizo Yizo. And I think it was the one episode I should not have watched. Because the first time I saw something which I felt at that point... I was way too young to have seen and I probably should not have seen at all at that age. And I figured that out as a kid. Never watched it again. But it was a popular thing. Let's get back to the point though. It was just a side note. Let's get back to the point. The point is this. Let's take Friends. And I want to show the, 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 the idea of how various parts recreate poverty and how... We're getting influenced by things that we're not even realizing. We get influenced by, and it becomes a norm because we see it so much, and that's what we're exposed to, which is again is a is a normal way in which things happen. So let's quickly take a look at Friends. When you look at the show Friends, which I believe doesn't air anymore, it was about friends. The show Friends was about friends and what friends did, and so half the time you weren't even aware of what the characters did for a job, for work. Because, well, they were friends. The show was based on just them being friends. How I Met Your Mother. Once again, it's a comedy. And how people are meeting other people. Most of the time, you're not even paying attention as to what job these people do. So they're giving you a good idea as to what the reality is like. Right? Uh, friends, we're having fun. We're doing stupid things. It's funny. Friends. How I Met Your Mother. How are we meeting people? We're doing stupid things. We fail and so on. It's a little more realistic. Um, suits. It's about lawyers. 
and a lot of the time it's actually about cases uh boston legal it's about lawyers it's actually about cases er it's about doctors it's actually about the job of doctors and um boston public it's about a school and the issues in the school so the point that i'm highlighting here is in a lot of these quote and unquote white series white shows they actually look at the core and actually link it to what it's about boston public is about a school it has to be school based the issues have to be based on school so you have an idea of what that school would be like they're giving you kind of an access to that school an access to whether you're looking at boston legal i mean looking at suits you're looking at um what's it um that other crime show done and i forgot it um law and order um which i think was probably the most <laughs> the realistic of 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 the three but again it gives you an insight as to what lawyers do and the different types of lawyers and things that happen within law and the list goes on when you're going to again quote unquote township black shows and i'm not in any say in any sense saying do not watch soapies i'm simply saying be aware of the following Durban Gen is about a hospital how much of that hospital is actually about the hospital and how much of it is actually about the drama of the people in the hospital that has nothing to do with the hospital how much of it is actually about relationships and issues and that they have in the hospital but not directly about the hospital <laughs> so in other words we'll get to that we'll get to it. next generations generations are supposed to be about um uh, i believe families that had various companies and are supposed to be about generations and companies etc but it was partially business but the business part didn't give you a good idea as to what they were doing all you knew was they had a marketing company and that's about it and once in a while they'd have this weird pitch and that would be about it and the rest was be would be about networks and issues and scandals and whatever generations so it was about the families and their issues that they had but it was based at work a lot of the time or it had something to do with work and so that was one thing scandal same situation even though it's changed pretty much the same thing and i don't want to bore you with a whole lot of these sobies cuz i barely watch them anyway but the point though, that i'm getting to is this when someone is watching suits again granted it's not realistic but when someone is watching suits by the end of an episode by the end of a season by the end of the actual series they have pretty good information again not necessarily accurate a lot of it may be inaccurate less of it might be accurate um, and the list goes on but it has some accuracy they know that there are different types of lawyers they know what they know that they are legal advisors they know how basically how a firm works they know about the politics within the firm they know how to stronghold they know how to refer to certain phrases um and the list goes on they know why you want to avoid courts and and the list just goes on they know how to the negotiations and the list goes on law and order similar situation boston public you know how to deal with school public schools in the public schooling system within the US and the list goes on friends well it's supposed to be just funny it doesn't have much direction even though it has but it doesn't have much direction 
when you're watching against soapies and you, you when you study the history for soapies there's a reason why it's formed this way there's a reason why it's formed this way however when you're watching soapies one there is no actual season for soapies which is a bit weird because then they're just continuously running but let's just assume that they they had it one there is no clear direction on soapies in terms of a long-term plot, long-term direction, character development, and so on. A lot of it is pretty predictable. And again, there's reasons for all of this. But again, we're moving to, to, to essentially the point. You don't learn anything. You watch Movanga for 10, 15 years. You can even pick up the language. Never mind what happens. And here's the last problem that I'm going to highlight, which again, recreates poverty, which is where we were. It gives a false perception. It gives a perception that in business, if you're owning a business, you're walking around in a suit and you get to say things like, this is my business. I will fire you. I will hire you. Don't tell me what to do. That's kind of the perception people have about business from shows like Movango and the list goes on. And it's, it's a false pretext. It's a false perception. However, they don't realize it's a false perception because that's the only perception they have of business or of anything so they essentially believe that a soapy is pretty accurate now here's the scary part people that watch series again example people that watch series are well aware that the series is generally inaccurate and it's therefore kind of essentially stimulating the mind soapies people think they're accurate why is this why 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 is this dangerous you take a soapy like use or use it's a violent soapy if, it, if you can't say it's soapy, it's violent, and kids are watching that, people are watching that, it becomes normal. The, the, the star characters are seen as idols from that show. They will continue that action and that behavior, which will in turn go into the public, which will in turn recreate poverty. Re recreate poverty. And the list goes on generations. Oh, this is, this is how we sort people out. We backstab. We steal, we, 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 we outsmart them in weird and illegal ways in the name of we need to win. And it's going to get done. It has to get done. People use the wrong phrases, the wrong things, and, and the list goes on. Again, getting back to the point, recreating poverty. Why? Because the perception's wrong. One of the reasons that recreate, and I'm not saying soapies are recreating poverty necessarily, I'm saying the incorrect perception of how things are for poverty in closing uh something that my my one of my one of the kids that i teach um said today they were like hey why don't you wear nice clothes i said to this child but why like you're always wearing this like why don't you step it up and just like wear nice clothes mine's always but why like i don't understand why why are you expecting me to go out and buy specific brands? The answer was, well, because you're in this position and you're doing this and it has to be clear. It has to be clear that you are of, of status and you are at this level. And in my mind, I was thinking, yeah, I've got better things to do than to try. And my response was, I'm not sure to impress you with my clothing at all. And I'm going to get dirty, so I'm not going to go and, out and, and quote unquote invest in clothing where I'm just going to get dirty again.
and there's no functionality. So, again, even the perception that, that again, and, and this is a, a, a quote-unquote underprivileged area that, that I'm at, teaching that, rather, that I'm teaching that, where wealth, where the idea of money is seen in the form of the eye. Now, this is the crazy part. Where I grew up, the wealthiest people didn't show it. Where I grew up, the wealthy... My friends were a lot wealthier than we were. And they were a lot wealthier. Like, a lot wealthier. And all they did were... Was that they'd show a slide. They bought an ML. At the time, ML was ridiculous. It was like a G... A GL. Which is essentially the same thing. Um, for Mercedes. And they had a few PMs and so on. They were very well off. Very, very well off. And the wealth was only seen in like that one or two cars, which again wasn't super extravagant. It was just, oh, that's what you bought. And then the second part was they were very humble. And it was just, if something was needed, they'd have it. In what I've seen this side, where I'm teaching, is a lot of trying to flaunt wealth. Now, here's one crazy part. The richest of the richest people don't do that. Those who want to get richer do it. And those that have none, overdo it. Those that have made it, don't do it. They don't feel the need to try and prove. That's why you don't see Bill Gates walking around with a chain in his neck. Um, that's why you don't see Warren Buffett walking around with like a Gucci shirt. That's why you don't see Mark Zuckerberg walking around with like a Louis Vuitton big LV um, shirt on this on this well one because it would be advertising for him means like I'm not gonna advertise for that so it's pointless but it's also just it's function why why should I like what is the purpose why why advertise it why it makes no sense unless you're trying to get that attention and especially if you're going to monetize it it's a different story now then you get to some artists some musicians that have done well for themselves um, they're doing it because they need to show that they can so that you can idolize them so they can make more money so so them it's more of a business deal then you got some rappers don't get me wrong I like rap then you got some rappers that have chains and gold chains and gold teeth and all of these jewelry and all of these things that they've got to make you think they have a heck of a lot more money than they do and so they start complaining about not getting paid or you realize that they're broke and there's a list of these people um, some of them actually wearing fake jewelry and the list goes on and again they're trying to show as much as possible so they can eventually get there the same things happened poverty stricken areas the idea is if someone's wealthy they'll flaunt it if someone's wealthy you'll see them driving a Mercedes they'll walk out with that car 10,000 rand watch and uh, 8, 12,000 rand glasses and 5,000 rand shoes and essentially they'll wear like 30 grand's worth um, and the list will go on. And when you're moving into wealthier areas, you'll find that, yes, you'll find the Mercedes, but that person's probably earning 100 times what the other person in, that, in, in the other area was earning and they're driving the same Mercedes. So, there's less flaunting of wealth unless it's necessary unless the purpose of it is to say 
look at me so I can make more money off of you. Again, misperception of the reality. Misperception of the reality. If someone shows you that they're super wealthy and they're not, you're going to think they are. If someone doesn't show you how wealthy they are, you're going to think they're not. Now, they're kids. It was innocence. It was kids. I'm nowhere in any manner attacking those kids. But the parents would probably think the same thing. And that's where the scary part comes in. Now, let's break it down quickly. The parent is impressed by how much wealth a person is flaunting. The child sees the parent impressed by how much wealth is being flaunted. And they see how their parent reacts. And then they think, well, that's what wealth is. And then they go and they watch, sit down. And they watch a soapy. And in the soapy, well, there's backstabbing and all of that stuff. And there's nothing about wealth or or dignity or integrity and so on. It's, it's about a company and there's backstabbing. And how do we steal and how do we kidnap the norm? Then you walk outside and you're going to play. And what do you do when you're going out to play? You get to play and you see a guy and a girl. And the girl wants to walk away and the guy grabs his hand. And he kind of, with a bit of a tag and it's a bit rough doesn't let her go and then she kind of plays along and she's kind of okay with it now uh, that's besides a whole lot of other stuff the economic sections we're ignoring one of that we're just saying things that recreate poverty be careful of what influences you be careful of how you react things that influence and recreate poverty cheers